so continuous the last episode where I was interrupted. But all I know is, you know, God has been telling me ever since I was a small child. He would say, I said, I love the, the Bible, God. I really just want to read the Bible. I love these stories. They're so interesting and so, you know, fun to read. And I just want to read the Bible and stuff. And I'm saying this to God. And I'm like, you know, I just want to read the stories for the storybooks. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, I love these stories. I want to read this storybook. And like, before I go to bed and I just want to read this storybook and stuff like that. Like, I never called it a storybook, but I'm I'm treating it like a storybook, like a kid. And God so firmly, I mean very firmly, and he's always so nice, and he's always so loving, and so caring, and so gentle with me. He's so, he was still gentle, but he was so firmly said, it is not a book. The Bible is not a book. To the point where you're in kid mode, and you're like, whoa, oh, okay. Because you you almost want to say, what did I do? But you know what you did. He just said it. But, like, you, like, I didn't realize I was being so offensive. And he just explained why it's offensive. Because it's not a book. It's a Bible. It's living. It's real. This is the word of God. This is power. This is a doctrine. This is a lifestyle. This is a guide. A life guide. This is, you know, life-saving so it's it's a difference between life and death on so many different occasions. It's not a book. You know, books can sometimes do certain things pertaining to that. But a, no book can do what the Bible can do. The Bible is not a book. It's a lie. So once he said that, I remember as a kid thinking that kind of, you know, I tried to play with it a little bit. I'm not going to lie because I was a testy child. I would be, I was like, you know. But I like calling it a book. I like looking at it like it's a book. Because I like the stories in it like it's a book. And he's like, no. And, like, not not going to talk about it anymore. It's not a book. And I'm not playing. And he didn't have to say I'm not playing. But I could tell he was not playing. And I was just like, I ain't going to lie. I was a little salty for a second. I was a little upset. Because I'm like, this is a book. Like, I love the stories like it's a book. Why do you want to take that away from me? And then once I realized he was not playing and he was serious, I said, you know, okay, I'll, I'll take it serious. It's not hard. I mean, at the time, I'm not going to lie. It did take just a small little bit away from me. It was, a, it was a little bit that I was coming into, though. Like, where I kept telling myself, this is a book. These are great stories. And it was just a, like, it was a start of something that he, he did it. And I believe that was Satan. Like, because I get older and I realize people call the Bible just a book. The Bible is just a book. The Bible is, you know, not real. The Bible is this. The Bible is that. God is not real. All this other stuff. And imagine knowing that the Bible is alive. And knowing that this word is alive. This word is God. So, and that's amazing how I just started John today, even though I've read John a bunch of times, but the in the beginning was the word and the word was God. So all I know is, you know, 
it makes so much sense now. Like, even though I was a kid, I didn't understand. It's very necessary for me to have learned that right then. And it was very necessary for him necessary for him to have, you know, nipped that in the bud. Because that means that, you know, Satan uses that type of tactic, that satanic tactic. And I've been built up as a child to be the demon hunter that I am today. So, you know, my whole life I've been trained up. That's part of my training. To know these things. I realized all these different times where I thought that it was just casual just getting to know God and building a rapport with God and letting God train me up. Well, yes, train me, but raise me was just regular. Like everybody else gets this too. And everybody else does get raised by God, but it wasn't in a way that I was being raised up and he knew what he was raising me up to do and be and who I already was and who I was born to be. And I realized that, too, looking back on a lot of memories that I thought were insignificant, but were so, you know, I never thought they were insignificant, but didn't realize the severity of how important they really are and were. So all I know is, you know, I see it. I realized it. Like in that time, I, I always realized when God was really serious. He would say certain things and he like, you know, you can always realize a level. You can always understand a level on what he's on which he is saying it. Like, let me give an example of something where he said something a little lightly. Oh, I talked about this in a previous episode about the revenge thing. I talked about how, of course, God says vengeance is mine. But I still a lot of times was disobedient, wanting to get revenge. He was firm about that. But also, you know, the, on the level that he said it this time, and I don't want to play over this because it's serious, but on the level that he said it this time, it was more like I, I understand and I'm gracious because I know that you sometimes feel the need to get revenge despite me telling you you don't need to do that. I can, I'll handle it. So I'm patient and I'm merciful and I'm gracious with you on that. Even though you still need to take heed of my word and be planning in your future one day to have been obeyed to be obeying that 100 percent or as much as you possibly can be in 100 percent is as much as you possibly can. So I always knew that one day I'm not going to ever be trying to seek vengeance on anybody. That's what God said. I, one day I want to be following this word and this Bible and living righteously and doing everything that this Bible says to do. Like that's really my life goal. And to make it into heaven. Like, I don't know. Like, I know some people might think, I don't even want to talk about that. God said you don't talk about that. But, you know, that's the point. The point is that, you know, with the Bible and him teaching me very young that it's not a book. It's not a book. And then today, years old. I am every single day reading this Bible and thinking to myself, I, you know, I just want to be able to read it like it's a book. Like, I don't want to read it like it's a book. I know the power that comes from it. I want that. But I want to be able to get through it. I, I'm reading these words. I'm reading these paragraphs. I'm, le- I'm reading these scriptures and these verses. And every other scripture, I'm fighting something. I'm fighting someone. And yes, I am, you know, building, I'm being, I'm being built up. I feel it. I feel the power. It feels amazing. 
but like I just want to be able to just read it all the way through I just I want to know every word and what it means like I want to have been able to understand every word for once in my life I've been reading this bible my whole life and it still feels like there's parts of this bible I still haven't even touched yet this doesn't make sense to me I mean it does but I because I get it I know what I've done and what I've what I've been living through but like I just want to read it front to back. I want to be able to do that and have known every word. There's people who study this Bible daily. I know I'll have the opportunity to study it for the rest of my life. But I want to be able to do that by now. And, you know, also work on recognizing chapter and verse. Um, being able to call it out immediately without having to refer to it. Like, don't you like how, how the pastors are where um, they... Or people just just avid Bible readers and enthusiasts. I don't even like to call them God's children. You know where they are reading a Bible and or they read it so much that it's immediately soon as you know they you even refer to a verse or you refer to something that's in that Bible, they're like, oh yes, that's such and such chapter, such verse, such. You know, but like that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to do that myself because so many different times I am referring to Bible scriptures daily. And I have to go find it. I know it's there. I probably know even to find it. It's in my mind, but I can't access that type of information. But I've come to this conclusion that this fight is about just that. God has told me one day, I remember reading the Bible, one scripture, one chapter over for like, I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm being over exaggeratory, but like 500 times I read this ver- this chapter over. Or this verse or the scripture. And God is like, don't read it so many times. Trying to trying to rec- trying to remember it. And I said, why? I want to remember it. I want to be able to remember it. I'm going to do this for the whole Bible until I remember it like that. This is how I do my schoolwork. I'll do it. I'll get it. God says it's not going to work. Um, because it's Satan. And because, you know, one day you're going to remember each and every single last chapter, verse, letter to the T. And it's going to hurt your head once you get all that back. Because you read that so many times. You're going to think about it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make your head hurt. And I said, you're right. I know you're right. Because only you would know something like that. But that's not why I knew. I just felt it. But but also, only God would know something like that. And so, like, this is the, this is the process of that. Where I'm getting every memory. God said I'm going to have 100% memory. I'm going to never I'm going to be able to remember every single last thing. I told God I want to be able to remember every single last thing to the from the moment I was born as a baby. And I know that sounds so unrealistic and you know not true, but hey, God predestined me before the stars in the sky and before the world was formed. And he knew what type of person I was going to be. So that means he actually led me to want to be that and want to be able to remember each and every single last part of that he specifically built me up to be this kind of person meaning he was already going to instill that kind of memory in me I've always wanted that kind of memory I've always wanted super intelligence I've always wanted you know to be able to help people I've always wanted to you know be able to like yeah to be able to help people and to be a and be able to be a guide to God. I always wanted to read every single last book that would ever be helpful and even just as many books as I possibly can get through because I realize it might be too many books on this in this world that I'll be able to get to before I die. But I've always wanted to be able to read each and every single last book in God's library. 
I'm telling you because I remember talking about books and how I love them so much. And God would just say, you need to read the Bible. But other than that, he would also say, you should see my library. I'm telling you, like, you have no idea what that feels like. Like, just the hurt and the pain with the excitement and the, the gratitude, too, as well. Just to be favored and to know, like, he, gives, he gave me, like, a glimpse of, like, what's in him. It wasn't even like what it's like for me to read him because he didn't ruin anything for me. He didn't no spoilers, but at the same time, like a glimpse of what what these books consist of and how amazing it is to read and know this not and have this knowledge. Oh my goodness, you have no idea. You have no idea. Like being shown stuff like this, it makes this world so dull. I don't care what it is, but I'm so blessed that God has helped me to you know, be able to still enjoy and embrace my life here as well. So all I know is, you know, because we talked about that too. We talked about embracing my life here because of my want and my need and just yearning for wanting to be in heaven so much and so bad and to want, for wanting to experience that. I'll have plenty of time for that. I'll have eternity there. It's a short time here. I have to embrace this time here. I'm like, help me, God, because... You know, I I learn what he does. I learn what he sees. I learn what he hopes for. And I, I see this world and it's sad. It's so sad. And, and I don't want to say depressing, but disappointing. But all that to say that I've been asking daily to be able to read this Bible like a book. And God made that true today, this morning. When I started reading that Bible and they started fighting me for my power and he was going, he was playing, like he wasn't playing with me, but they could have, they could have never gotten it, but I started to fight for it. Well, not really. I didn't have to fight for it, but it was an opportunity to see what it would be like without it. And I'm telling you, my mornings are different. It was just different. I didn't feel like me. I wasn't me. I'm like, who is this? Because as I'm reading the Bible, I'm not even myself anymore without the power that God has instilled in me. Like, he makes me who I am. Obviously, I knew that. But just, even though I still can read the Bible, not being able to read it with that power, I'm not me. I'm not me. It's, it's, it was scary. Like, it was just scary. And I was a little bit upset because, he's like, God is kind of like, you know, I ain't going to say kind of. God is perfect with everything that he does. And it's funny how when you recognize what he's doing, like, I know that he is ruler of the universe. He can he can be so much more complex or he can be so much more simple. But he most perfect. He just perfectly gets his point across. And you can tell he has a sense of humor. You can tell. Like, it's funny. Because you're going to eat your words. Like, it's more about you're going to eat your words. I heard you. I, you kept saying that. And now eat your words. And I can't say, you know, I'm just going to say, God knows I strongly dislike eating my words. And a lot of times that's what keeps me from saying something or doing something. Like, if I'm going to have to take that back and then look dumb and admit I'm wrong 
or just be wrong. You know, that's that's the I think that's that's a great form of of reform, I guess, or the for lack of better terms, that's a great form of just whipping me into shape. It is because I don't like that. I don't like that. You had no idea, but regardless. So I got I got blessed with two great visions today, or two great things today so far. So all I know is, as I'm seemingly fighting, I also hear, you know, a bunch of crying. It was a bunch of crying, and. I just heard a bunch of everything and as I heard this I said no I'm not going to wallow or boast or you know feel good in your sorrows or in your pain like I feel so bad for you as much as you cry I want to cry harder as much as you feel feel bad, I want to feel just as bad. And this person is like, well, then why don't you just let me have it? And that makes me feel so much worse. That makes me feel so much worse because I would want you to have something like that for you. But I can't give you what makes me me. I can't give you what God has given me. God's like, yeah, you can. <laughs> I won't give it to you because that would be unfair to me. I mean, to be quite honest, I could give that to you and he would give me more. He would give me more. He would give me some, some something else. So it's in a way it's sort of selfish not even letting you have it. I get that. But excuse me. I hate that I would have to say I had a point to prove. It's not even really about the point to prove. It's just about like I don't know. It's that it's that stage and that season where I probably need to learn to let go of certain things so I can get more. And I'm just not willing to let it go yet. I'm holding on to it tight. Like this has gotten me through so many different things. Like it's all I have. You know, I can't just let you have it. But God is like, just let them have it. Let's give it to them. You know, if you love it so dearly, they'll love it more. So just give it to them. And it's like my power though, God. Like I can't I'm almost wanting to get upset. Like I can't even believe they're even able to have that. I can just hand it over. But I can and I think he's telling me that's what I should do. Like you know what to do. Like a Christmas gift or something. Mm. But this I don't want to say this person is less fortunate, but you know, like that. Even though it took me years to build this up, I know that God will bless me with so much more. I've always seen this picture of the little girl with the teddy bear. That she, that's the only thing she had. It was such a beautiful teddy bear. It was big and fluffy, but God said, let me have it. And she was just like, but it's all I have. And she was just so, you know, sad to give up her little teddy bear. And behind his back, he had a way bigger teddy bear. 
a way bigger teddy bear and she wouldn't even know unless she'd be willing to give up all she had. So, if I have to do that, and I will, but like I said, I'm learning. But I'm being fought for this. And God is like, you know what? If you're going to have to do all of that, don't even do all of that. Don't keep fighting them for it, you know, because I don't like that. You know, you, you see how they're acting about it. They really, really, really want that. Like, it really makes them sad to not have something like that. If you're going to fight about it, you might as well give it to them. And I'm just like... Alright, I'm not going to fight about it. Because <laughs> I don't want to give it up. And... It's not right. But, you know, the person is even like, but if you give me this, like, we can do this, we can do that, and such, 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 things move forward, things be great. A lot of times I think I cheat myself out of an easier situation by being, you know, a hoarder in a way. I'm not a hoarder. I'm not hoarding anything, but sometimes I just don't want to give things up. So, of course, I'm being over-exaggeratory, but i just saying. I still want to sometimes give stuff up. Because when God give me stuff, and I don't want to say it. I don't want to suck. Like I'm complaining or making things up. Not making things up, but just, like, um, stretching things. But when God gives me things, I don't want to give it away to nobody. Like, God is offering this kind of stuff to everybody. Or so I thought. You can go and get what he has for you. You don't want mine. Trust me, because if you want mine, you know, you'll never know how to want yours. You got to go want yours. You got to want what he wants for you. If I give this to you, I'll just teach you that you should always covet somebody else's things. No. And that might be me trying to justify not wanting to give you that. But at the same time, it's true. If you want what I have and what God has given me so bad. Then what about what he wants to give you so bad? Who's going to want that? Because imagine if I wanted somebody else's power so bad that I wasn't even able to hone my own spiritual gifts or be built up to be the demon hunter that I am today. I would have never become this. I would have never seen this. I would have never seen all that God has for me. That would have never happened because God has kept me. I could have very well been that kind of person. But imagine if I hadn't. That would have been a tragedy. So imagine who you are. Imagine a spiritual gift. Because God is so creative. You have no idea. He never runs out of ideas. We all have a spiritual gift. Each and every single last one of his children has our own spiritual gift. And if you want mine... What about how amazing yours possibly is? The only thing I can think of in this time is like, wow, I wonder what yours is, though, because the thing about it is you have one. So imagine what yours is. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm in the midst of tears thinking this, too, because I'm like, you don't have no clue how amazing your spiritual gift and how unique your spiritual gift probably is. And it's based specifically off of you, built uniquely for you. So whoever you are on the inside of your heart, whoever you really are. The heart that God knows, 
that's what your spiritual gift is built off of. That's what it's based off of. It's perfect for you. Like, I've always wondered about shoes. Because with shoes, you know, you have to get measured for a certain size. And even still, you always have just a little bit of space or a lot more. Or a little bit, or a lot, like, not... It's never super perfectly shaped around your foot. Because we all have different feet. Excuse me. Yes, they've... Yes, they've categorized and narrowed down sizes, but imagine having a, a, a shoe that was built around your foot perfectly. It fits perfectly. It never stops feeling absolutely perfect. Some people will say, I've had shoes like that in my size. No, you haven't. You've never had a shoe like this unless it was built around your foot perfectly. That's your spiritual gift. It's built around your soul, it's built around your heart, it's built around your mind, it's built around your desires and your dreams and your love for anything and everything. It's built around you perfectly. I can't give you this because honestly, you would think it's so great because I love it so much, but you would never understand what real love is until you see what you will love so much and you're depriving yourself of that. I wouldn't want your spiritual gift because I know it will be for you. I could put your shoes on and they might fit, but they fit you better. They're made for you. So I would never squeeze my feet into your shoes. You know, I'm not explaining, but I just know that, you know, that is it's necessary for you to get what he has for you because he has it waiting on you. And while you're sitting here wanting so bad something, he has so much mercy and grace for you that he's like, I'll even let them give you that. You know, I'll, I'll let you have that. But you'll never understand what you're missing out on until you go and get that. And just like that little girl, you have to give up certain things, even if you feel like it's all you have or all you've ever wanted. Sometimes you have to give up things. You have to be willing to sacrifice certain things in order to get what he really has for you. Because if you don't, you'll never be the happiest you could be. God has so much. God has so many great, wonderful plans for us. And a lot of times when we try and plan for ourselves, we end up with way less. That's just like as a kid when you thought a quarter or a dollar was a lot of money. And you don't know what the meaning of a hundred dollar bill is. It's so it's I hate to compare money because money is no comparison. But with God, that's what it's like. You're sitting up here happy about a penny. As a kid, you love pennies, right? I love pennies as a kid. I want all the pennies. Look at all these pennies I got. And I didn't realize silver is worth like 25 of those is worth more. So I'm so happy about pennies. But it meant so much because I felt like the more it looked like, the more I actually had. No, it just looked like a lot. So a lot of times we just got to, you know, the only time we'll ever really know the true value of anything is when we consult with God. Because so many times in this world, our logic is limited. We don't have the true perception of value here. He has to teach us what value is. And we're so we're so blessed to even have a God who will teach us value when we don't even know it. Meaning, there's people, there's so many people out here in this world. If you don't know it, then hey, I'm gonna get over on that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to benefit from what you don't know. I'm gonna benefit from your ignorance. Satan is doing that. 
God is like, why would I want you to be ignorant? As much as I have for you, I want to show you what you don't know. I want to show you what you never probably had to know. You could have died happy without it, but I want you to know this. I've always admired people like that. Like, clearly there's God, but then there's people who do that as well. People who are like, oh, let me, you know, let me educate you. Let me show you this way. You've been doing that. Oh, look what you could be getting. And you thought you were winning. And they introduce you to a new way. And you say to yourself, wow, you changed my life. You didn't even have to show me that. You could have just said, you should. You could have just thought to yourself, they don't even know they could be getting this. And you could have been over there winning. And I would have still thought I was winning with what I had. There's people out here who do that. I appreciate people like that. They're blessings. That's who God is. So, all I know is, you know, I wouldn't even want you to have it. I mean, I want you to have it, but I wouldn't even want you to have it. It's like, a lot of times you want to give somebody something that you feel like they would benefit from because they want it so bad. They always wish I had one of those or, man, I really love that. I love, I really want something like that, you know. And you realize, like, it's how I use it or it's how it's made for me. And the only thing you probably love as much or be able to make look as good is something that's made for you. But you just like, well, you can have it anyways, though, because maybe it'll teach you that. You know, you, you use it for five minutes and you're like, uh, it just don't work like when you had it. It just don't look like when you had it. It just don't shine like when you had it and it don't feel like when you had it because it's for me. And I wouldn't even want to give you my scraps like that. You deserve better. You deserve what's for you, what's made for you, built for you, brand new. So, yeah, that's that. But at the same time, I still would give you that because that's the, you know, that's what God has shown me. I, I understand sometimes I still am a little selfish with things. But God has shown me that you don't need to be that because you're too abundant for that. You give something or even something is taken away from you or something is lost, whatever, you get back 10 times. You'll get it back. You'll get more. You'll get other things that will make you forget about that. Or even if you don't forget about that, what you'll get is so, you know, more worth it than to be caught up and, you know, hung up on that. So that's that but as I fight this person I feel that I feel God like you know really don't be fighting them for this if that's the case just give them to give it to them if you hear how bad they feel about it and I'm just like but God it's all I have I need it so bad daily when I'm fighting these witches these demons this you know, I'm dealing with this spiritual warfare and all this hate. This is my this is my hiding place. This is my refuge. Like, you want me to just give it up? Because they really want it. I really want it. And, you know, I appreciate I've always appreciated it, but it's like maybe I've I've outgrown it. So I didn't. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't give it up. But I think after not giving it up, I realized why I should have. So, that's worse than giving it up. I need to listen to him. 
But, um, so I hear this person crying and this person is, you know, so upset. I did eventually get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's not worth it. I'm not going to fight you. You know, whatever that means. And it just wasn't enough. Because I still said in my heart, I don't want to give it up, though. And God, don't make me give it up. And he's not going to make me. So I kept it. And I didn't feel bad at first. Because I knew the whole time, like, God is telling me, they can't take this from you. They can't take nothing from you. Why are you fighting them for it? Like, that's not the attitude I want you to have. But, you know... still is and then I think a little bit had to do with it like but this I can't say that this played a part because then I would be just still trying to justify not wanting to give it up but still at the same time this person just felt like they could take it they thought they were just going to take it from me that's why you give things to people like that and this is scripture you know someone steals your cloak give them you know steals your um excuse me someone steals your garment give them your cloak you know, so I'm supposed to give you this. I'm supposed to let you have it. I'm supposed to let you take it from me. I'm learning. But regardless, by the end of everything, this person was crying so hard and suffering. And this is daily. Every day I wake up. So, excuse me. I can't say that I haven't got to the point where I feel like it's not no point in giving them anything. They don't want me to have nothing. I give them something, and then the next thing that I get, they want to fight me about that. At this point, it's not, this is not the issue. They're not is, the issue is not them taking things from me. The issue is, for, is them trying to make me feel like, you know, trying to take away my happiness. They want to take away my joy. They want to take away my, you know... Just the feeling I get with anything I have that God gives. They don't want to take... It's not the thing. It's God. They want to take that. They not. They can't take that, so they, they try and focus on things. Thinking it's things. Oh, it's the power he gives you. Oh, it's the peace. Oh, it's the confidence. Oh, it's the word. You know? Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. It's not that. It's him. You can see... You can, you can go and be with him, too. You know that, right? But, you know, that's why I feel like it's pointless. Because it's not pointless. I'm still fighting for this person, but it almost feels pointless. Like, you're you're wanting so bad to just want me to not be happy. That's what you want. You just don't want to see me happy. You just want me to be miserable. You know, that's what you want. And you can't get that. You're not getting that. You know? And if you ever did ever even get it, it's only for a small time. You're not going to be able to keep me miserable forever. You're not going to be able to steal my destiny. You're not going to be able to take nothing from me. You know? So, you know, I see that this person is vain, prideful, and arrogant. And that's Satan. And I don't know, as they suffered just because of my peace and my love and my happiness when I read my Bible, you know, 
I feel so bad for them. I wanted to cry. I'm just like, I really could just show off on you. I could, and I usually would, and it wouldn't even be showing off. It would just be what I usually do. But I feel so bad for you that I want to, you know, I'm taking, like, I'm not going very hard on you. I feel bad, and you're doing everything you can, and all this stuff. But regardless, you know, when it come down to it, you know, I know that that's just, you know, pain, bitterness, misery, and, you know, jealousy, regret, hate, all the stuff that, you know, Satan instills in somebody because, you know, he's not God. And only God can teach you real love. So that's why I hope that you're going to get yours. Because it's not about what it is. It's about who it is. But, you know, I'm so blessed to have God. And even though it's a roller coaster, I'm so blessed to be on it. Because I'm chosen. Like, every time I think about everything I'm, I'm, give, I'm given, I just want everybody to have have it too it's there for them you know but that is all i was gonna talk about the next vision but i will talk about the next vision later it's a few revelations in that but oh yes i was gonna say i, I said i was gonna get to this last night the lord showed up Introduced me to a gospel singer, I believe. And all I know is I was like going so crazy, like, oh my God, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Even though I'm here every day knowing that. So, like, I was just confirmed that it was Jesus, but then something told me, like, no, that is not you. That is somebody who is so excited to have met this gospel singer. And I have people actually on my side I guess and that actually confirmed something for them they said you know I'm a believer after that I don't feel like that's the right way to ever you know get somebody to God but I was just reading in the Bible for if this generation did not see sign and wonders would you believe would you be saved and also you know this generation is always asking for signs and wonders but they will not get one that's what he said before he left. So we have to be careful, to, you know, because Jesus can say either or. He can perform a sign of wonder for you, or he can say, because you need that, bye. So you got to be careful. But I realized that this was after, you know, this person already being who they was and already, you know, being a good person anyways over time. So they deserved it. They did. It wasn't. It wasn't going to stop them from, you know, loving God. It just made them a, a believer. I believe, you know, I've, I've had that experience too. When God actually showed up and said, I see you, I felt that way. Like, I believe you now. And I should have believed him the whole time. I did, but, you know, not like that. And last night, something happened where I felt that I was fighting going back and forth with something or someone. And then... 
I was supposed to, I guess, feel down or something about God. I don't know. But all I know is I ended on a good note. I'm like, I love you, God, and I trust you. And even though this is hard and this is as bad as it is, you know, and I have to suffer like this, whatever, you know, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful to have you. And... That's when, you know, God is like, I don't know, but I just see, I just get the thumbs up again. The thumbs up I got two years ago that said, it's time. It started. It's getting started. This time was after a very bad experience, but after me realizing I was being watched, they were listening to my thoughts. They did have witchcraft on me. I had already realized that, but now it's unignorable. Other people see it too. God had told me that the spirit realm was going to manifest in the natural. And that everybody was going to know who I was. You know, because he told me, he said, you're famous in heaven. So, now everybody else will know that too. Even though, he did, you know, I didn't realize that. I did know. He told me the whole time. Everybody's going to be so jealous. They're going to hate you. You need to embrace this time while you're hidden. Because nobody's going to want you to have it. So, um, it's beautiful. But it's also riveting. And it's a lot of things. But I love God. And I got that thumbs up. And then earlier today I had that, you know, that fight with over this over this um just my power that i use every day to pray to god i had to fight over it and i don't think anybody won because this person was cheating and crying and lying and doing everything they could possibly do in order to distract me and try and win it was getting too much to me I was like I can't do it like <laughs> I don't even want to fight you on these terms because you don't even care that you're doing this kind of stuff because you want it so bad and desperately and I can't do that I can't I can't do it I can't like I feel bad for you but I'm not supposed to say that I'm not supposed to say I feel bad for you because I'm supposed to protect your integrity but you know what that is all. I got the thumbs up last night, and I feel like that was a reminder. Everything's on schedule. Okay, so I had a vision. Um, before that vision, I would talk about really quick what happened when I woke up. When I woke up, I... Well, once I got off the podcast last time, not when I woke up. When I got off the podcast last time, what happened was as soon as I got off the podcast, um, I felt so, you know, I almost felt fired up and motivated. Like, it was from enough God. And I said, okay, well then, you know what, what's next? It's the morning. I just woke up. Start of a new day. First thing I do is start of every new day every day um i thank god and i read my bible so (laughs) excuse me 
I say thank you. I I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, because I realize that, like, I'm really so blessed, and I see it. I see how blessed I am daily with the different things that are going on and how I'm being targeted. You know, count yourself blessed. Think it not strange. When you go through fiery trials in the Lord's name, rejoice and be glad because the Lord... If you're doing anything, if you're suffering for any reason, you should feel blessed that it be for the Lord's name. It's the best reason to suffer. So, all I know is, I am I wake up and I start reading my Bible. Once I start reading my Bible, I get this feeling and it felt like they had been brewing something up the entire time I was talking about, you know, and talking in the last episode about all this different stuff that was going on. And I technically, I kind of know what's going on. I'm a demon hunter, but I don't really know why I'm targeted. I mean, I know that's why, but a lot of times it just doesn't add up, you know, because constantly I'm being lied to. You're not this, you're not that, you're nobody. No one cares. Who are you? That's not what we're doing it. We're doing it because of this. We're doing it because of that. And while I've always known why they really do it, it's just, you know, I am i don't need the validation, but I am counting the different reasons and reassuring. Reasons and reassuring. So, all I know is, when I read my Bible, as soon as I pick it up, you know, immediately I am being fought for just the the power that I have daily and that I have accumulated over the years of reading my Bible every day. Because once I just start reading my Bible every day and spending time with God, I build up a rapport. He's I didn't realize I realized it, but. He's pouring power into me. He's pouring power into me. And I'm so grateful. I love God so much. You know, the power comes from loving him, loving his word, having a thirst for knowledge, wanting to seek him and find him. And daily, I'm just being poured into, poured into. I didn't realize how how much he had built me up. Now, I realized that I was grateful for the power. I realized that the power was being poured into me and that I was grateful for it. I realized that, you know, this is a, I love this time. I love my power. You know, I wouldn't ever trade it for anything in the world. I realized all those different things. But what I did not realize was how much she had built me up compared to someone who doesn't have that. So, all I know is I'm reading my Bible and I feel obediently. And this is daily. Immediately, I'm fought as soon as I start to read my Bible. And usually, once I wake up in the morning to read my Bible, it's my time of peace. It's how I build my peace. And um, I didn't have to build my peace up to get it the first time. I didn't. It was just given to me. The Lord said, ask and you shall receive. I didn't know what to ask for, so he told me to ask for peace. And so I asked for peace, and then immediately the next morning I woke up, I had it for like 
it was every day. It was an immovable piece. It was the greatest gift I've ever received in my life. And all I know is I, I haven't had that yet. I haven't had that lately because I've had to. I've been dealing with spiritual warfare. I've been fighting. I do know where to find the peace, but I still have to fight for it daily. It gets to the point where I don't, like, sometimes I don't understand if I, I don't know if I'll ever get it back. But I know I will, but at the same time, it's like, what was the point of, sometimes I don't know why I, it, had to co- it had to go away, is what I meant to say. So, all I know is, I get on my Bible app and I start reading it. And immediately I am being fought for the power that I have gotten so used to and have become so accustomed to that I feel what would like that it does. It just almost doesn't even make sense. And I have that. It doesn't make sense. And I have that one because I've worked for it. I've worked for it. What is it doesn't make sense for somebody to be able to come and just take that or even fight me for it. Don't fight me for mine. Go work for yours. Like, I, I could never understand me building, being built up in the Lord, and this taking years of time, and him pouring his power into me because of my faithfulness. And you coming to think that you can just, you know, one, two, bam, let me fight you for it. No. No, I would never even play with the Lord's, you know, what the Lord has given me like that, because why would he even give me something out if I would play with it like that? If you were ever gamble off your power from God, you wouldn't even have much to gamble. He's not giving nobody like that power. He knows who he poured power into. So this is clearly something that he wants me to realize. I see that. So I'm being fought for it. And immediately all I hear is, you know, it's a bunch of different things I hear like, you know, I hear, you know, while I'm fighting, it's like, you can, you can't do this and that too. You can't do this and that too. You can't do this and that too. Like, you may be able to keep this, but you can't keep that. So I feel good if you do that. And it's like, I am like, I realize I'm doing a million different things, I guess, while I'm reading my Bible. And I've, I realize I'm able to do that. But I usually try to focus my my attention on God. In this time, I wasn't really focusing my attention on God, but I was. Because the thing is, that's my intent. Immediately, once I pick up my Bible every morning, my intent is to give that time to God. So if, my, if, I, were, if I was distracted or anything like that, automatically I realized that spiritual warfare. I have no problem giving him my intention, especially for the time that's for him the the issue would be you know how much time i give him not the attention i give him he has my undivided attention for that amount of time but i should just you know a lot of times i wonder if i should give him more time in the mornings and whenever so all i know is you know i'm being fought and this person, this individual, whoever, they're like, you know, wanting to take it away from me. And then I'm able to see for a second in the midst of this tug of war what it's like to not have it just for a second. Not even all of it, just a little bit. And it feels like, you know, 
Wah. Feels wah. It feels like, no, that's not how you read the Bible. It's not how you read the Bible. I couldn't imagine reading the Bible like that. I can't. Like, when I read the Bible, I seek the Lord and a better understanding of it. And I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate that better understanding. I appreciate that feeling. That's why I come to the Lord, so I can be in His presence and be in a secret place. So, to read the Bible without the Lord's presence, like, it's ridiculous. But the funny thing about it is I have been saying for the past few weeks, <laughs> I have been wishing to just be able to read the Bible without all of the extra. Because I'm fighting in the midst of reading the Bible because the Word is God. The Bible is alive. You know, I'm suited up in armor. When I read that Bible, I'm out fighting. Like, I'm a warrior. So, I realize that. But I just... I don't want to say it anymore because I, I understand. I learned my lesson. But sometimes I feel like, you know, I just miss the times when it was just me and God in a secret place. And even though I was fighting, I didn't know it. I just It just felt good to be in God's presence. I like that. I like that peace. It's beautiful. So it hasn't been like that, lady. So when I'm saying and asking to be, for it to be just, for me to just be able to read it. That's what I'm really asking for. But I have asked for a little bit more than that. So what I've asked for that was a little bit more than that. I was like, why can't I ever just read the Bible? Like, I can never just read and understand what it's saying. I have to fight for that understanding. Because when you consult with God for a better understanding on the in these words, he's going to make them come alive for you. He's going, you being built up. Like, it's, it's not just idle. You're not reading idle words. You're being formed. You're being built. And you don't realize, like, in the spirit, that's a lot. It's a lot going on in the spirit. So, in the spirit, for me, I'm a demon hunter. So, I'm out fighting these demons. And when he's building me up, I'm getting stronger. My armor is getting better. Like, my sword, my weapons, my techniques, my... You know, endurance, my stamina, all these different things, they're getting better once I read this word. I'm being blessed with more power. I'm being blessed with more techniques. I'm being blessed with more abilities. So I realized that he's pouring that into me. This is not just idle. And I know that I knew that the whole time. I knew that the whole time. I just, you know, appreciated that. I mean, in that time, it's, you can't you can't not appreciate what it is for what it is, because at that time, I didn't know that it would ever get to this point. I do appreciate this for what it is as well. It's just different. And a lot of times, so frustrated. But I don't, you know, I, I realized today that I don't mean that. Like, I embrace and appreciate this this season in my life. I love God. Like, he is, like, he really is amazing. He truly is. And so, oh, and I must, I really should talk about, you know, really quick no i'll talk about it but um i'll get to that about last night so this is what happened so i'm fighting and i'm reading my bible and i keep getting this feeling god is guiding me god is you know he is my teacher he's guiding me he's telling me he's like don't fight them too hard for it don't even barely try because when you try they get they get flattered 
because you don't have to try. I've placed so much power in you. You barely have to lift a pinky finger for somebody like this. So, and I'm not trying to brag. I mean, a little bit. I'm boasting on God, yeah. But you don't have to try. You don't have to try. This is yours. They could never take it. This is just for, and I, I, I almost can't sometimes understand how I'm able to understand him in the spirit. And I don't get it in the flesh. But when the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. I also was reading that today. So, all I know is, you know, what I usually do, which not always, all the time. I'm always fighting to really read my my Bible. But what turned into a usual mishap or just a usual, you know, thing I'm overcoming became a big stumbling block. And it just costs too much. And I'm realizing that he's saying something so clearly. Like, you have no idea, like, the the things that you may not be considering as, you know, the small things. Even though you understand the whole, you know, it's the big thing that, you know, you get to be in my presence. And you're honored and grateful for the power I've given you. And to be in my presence, of course, you appreciate that for what that is. But do you appreciate the little things, too? Every little intricate detail like the fact that when you somehow get distracted by little small things in your mind as you're reading my as you're reading the word I'm keeping you and I'm holding you up so that nothing can cause you to stumble and no one can steal this power away from you because trust me they are thirsty to have your power they want your power more than anything that's why they hate you so much because they find it unfair all of these things they cannot even touch while you're busy complaining about all these different things that they are able to affect you by and affect you with, that's all they have. You're so blessed and abundant, and I tell you this every day. He does. God tells me this all the time. You are so blessed and abundant. The little things that they are doing, trust me, it's sad. feel bad for them. So I do. I feel so bad for them. I do. But sometimes I just get so tired. Like, God, I'm just so tired. You know, I've never been this tired of my life fighting for God. Never. And it's a good thing. And one thing I was reminded of was thank him. Thank him. Thank him. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you. And then when this happens, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I can't even. I can't even hold it. I can't fake it. I can't pretend like, what, what were you trying to show me? Like, I didn't get that message. Nope. I can't even do that because it's so obvious. It's so obvious. See, you're always asking to be able to just read it like it's a book. It's not a book. (laughs) God told me that when I was a kid. I said, I love these stories in the Bible. I love storybooks.